most non-stop music in Dublin is 10 spin hits in a row. It plays in 60 minutes. We are the Chainsmokers. This is Katy Perry. I am David Gitta. Now, Spin Talk. The Talk of Dublin. I want you to have a think about this next one and have a little think about what you would prefer to be. Would you rather be very, very generous but be broke all the time or be really scabby? but have loads of cash and have everyone, you know, knowing that you're scabby and calling you scabby. Because here in Ireland, being scabby is like the worst possible thing you can be accused of. And people don't like it. But there comes a point where you like you can't just be like handing out money willy-nilly or buying rounds to beat the band. Because listen, we don't all have all the cash that we'd like to have. But it is, it's that fear of scabbiness here in Ireland that keeps us handing out the cash. What is that? We've had a listener get in touch because um, she had an issue with her mates over the weekend. Well, her boyfriend had an issue with one of her mates over the weekend. It's up on our Spin 138 Facebook page. She says, Hi Spin, I was out for a few drinks with a group of mates on Saturday night and it's only the second time my boyfriend has met everyone. We were all getting on great. We were doing rounds and after a few, my boyfriend pointed out that my best mate hadn't bought any drinks. He then called her out on it in front of everyone. Now, he said it in a joking way, but it was really awkward. And it's only after my boyfriend said it that I realised I've been spotting her loads over the years. Nights out, taxis, etc. She always has an excuse, an excuse as to why she's broke. But I don't know if she knows she's doing it. So are some people just born scabby? Like, is there ju- there's just nothing you can do about it. Maybe she doesn't even realise she's doing it, this listener says. What do you think? Is there someone like that in your group? Maybe it's you. And you feel like, no, like I just, I'm, I don't want to be getting into rounds. You have to kind of say that at the start of the night. And should this girl's boyfriend have called her made out on it? Do you just have to do that with scabby people? Make a show of them, embarrass them into buying around sometimes. Is that the right approach? I'm on 087-711-1038. Well, Gav says, yes, some people are just brought up that way or a friend gets with a guy that's being really tight with money, etc. And they usually don't see anything wrong. It's just the way they are. Believe me, I know these people all too well. And Imelda says, we used to put our money together on a night out so that if you were short sometimes, no one felt awkward about it. In this case, I'd ask her privately if she has money problems. Better still, everyone buy their own. I know. And like, I think at the start of the night, sometimes you're better off just going, listen, I'll stay out. Like, I'm not staying out all night, so I'll stay out of the rounds. Or, you know, I just, for whatever reason, you shouldn't even have to explain yourself, but just decide to stay out of rounds. But it can happen easily and... Sometimes someone will get you a drink and maybe the night's over and you haven't bought them one back. That's another real Irish thing is that people will be like, now I owe you the next time we go out or you nearly give them the money. Like we're so afraid of being seen as stingy. So how would you deal with this situation now? She's like, now that I think about it, my friend's always been a bit tight. Like I'm always spotting her. Should she bring it up with her and have a chat about it? I'm on 087-711-1038. Would love to hear your thoughts on how you deal with stingy friends. Joining me now, though, to look into the psychology of stinginess or scabbiness is John Francis Leader from JFL.com. He's a consulting psychologist and cognitive scientist. John, you're welcome back to the show. Hey, Lauren, how are you doing? Good, and always great to speak to you, John. Thanks a million for your time. Um, I was just saying at the start there that it's something we're so afraid of here in Ireland is being seen as scabby. Why do you think that is? 
Well, there's different theories, but I suppose one of the big ones is just culturally, if we haven't always had money, there's a sense in, in which you know appearing poor or appearing ungenerous in some way isn't, isn't isn't what we want. And I suppose culturally, if we look at Ireland, we've had two things. One is we've had severe poverty historically. I mean, the famine is one of the, the first things, unfortunately, people think of when they think of Ireland's uh, history. And the other thing is we're also known for being very generous. So when you put these two things together, I suppose that goes some way to explaining maybe some of the the more ancient history, and I suppose some of those traditions have continued to, to modern day. But it's like we go over the top sometimes. Like, we're nearly too generous here in Ireland. Like, you're not only buying someone around, but, like, you're filling their car full of petrol and you're taking the clothes off your back to give to them. Sure. Is it because, yeah, we want we want to keep up that appearance that we're lovely? It is, and well, there's, a, there's a few issues, but one of the big issues is we've got to be very careful not to equate generosity and money slash spending uh, as being the same thing. because uh, And also, not just money, but even time, because that's the other thing I see a lot when I work with people, that maybe they're not just spending money on people, but they're putting loads of time into doing things and doing favours for people. And of course, that can be lovely to do some of the time, but of course, there's lots of competing priorities that we have in our life. And uh, I think a nice tool to use when you're thinking about this is that every time you're saying yes to one thing, you're saying no to something else automatically anyway. So why are you so okay with saying no to the other thing? This could be other things you'd be spending the money on or saving the money for. It's important, I suppose, to make sure that we're really prioritizing or maybe other friends that need our time or maybe we need it ourselves. So the two don't need to be conflated. We can be generous and it doesn't need to involve either time or money. It can just be warmth and connection with another person and and that's an important starting point. And that's probably why this listener didn't cop on for so long that she was always kind of buying things or, or or paying for things for her friend until it was brought to her attention because it's her friend and she loves her. And that's interesting. And I, I mean, what that really points to or really stood out when I heard that is is that, you know, it takes two to tango here. And scabbiness is sort of relative, isn't it? You know, if you get together with a bunch of other people who are in a similar space to you, it's not going to be a problem. Mm. But I suppose even the most generous of people, if they then find themselves with a different group who spend on a different level or there's kind of a different culture, all of a sudden it feels strange. And this kind of mismatch can be a bit of an issue. And, you know, it happens for a number of different reasons, sometimes very innocently, sometimes less so. Sometimes a person literally doesn't have the money and they don't, as you said, feel confident expressing that that's the position they're in. So they kind of hope it'll slip in some way. That's a bit of a problem. So I suppose being able to assert ourselves more is important. People will be at different financial levels. Uh, other people are also just not in the habit of paying. It is a bit of a cultural thing as well. If all your family and friends do it a certain way, maybe you're from a different county or you move or you're from a different place or a different city or a different part of town or just have a different background, mm. that can be a bit of a culture clash as well, which can be a difficult thing. So raising it and talking about it is important. There's probably a very small number of people, but they do exist that, I mean, if you think about it, con men exist. You know, they literally set out to take the money of other people. So it's not that that doesn't exist. It certainly does as a mindset. It's probably in the minority of cases the issue. Yeah, like this listener feels like I don't even think she knows she's doing it. Like I think, as you said, it takes two to tango. If our listener was being overly generous, always offering to pay for things, do things for her, then the friend was likely just to sit back and take it. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. 
and again sometimes it isn't noticed and there's a sort of a kind of a hypnosis that happens in these situations obviously drink involved can, can add to that even more but there is a sense of just drawn into the moment and the habit and what you're doing and going along with it and then afterwards thinking well what was that all about mm. because even when we look at the amount of money we spend we might think what the hell was I doing <laughs> so of course somebody else might do the same thing as well they might only you know retrospectively realize that that was spent so Bringing it up is probably important if it's if it's on her mind at all. Um, Do you think the boyfriend anyway? And that's, that's what I was going to say. The yeah. boyfriend did that tends to happen anyway. You know, humorously or otherwise, the topic tends to get risen. Yes, and I wonder, like, had the boyfriend had a sniff of this beforehand? Had he realised or maybe picked up on from things sure. that our listener had said that she's very generous, she does a lot for this best friend, yeah. and this was his way of bringing it to everyone's attention? And I think he was, yeah, he was fresh to the situation, so he was probably able to see it more clearly. And there does seem to be, though, something unbalanced uh, and uh, not necessarily clear whose responsibility it is. It could be a bit of both, because the fact that the friend doesn't seem to be saying it or noticing it or bringing it up as a topic, she just seems to be taking the taxi rides or the drinks. Mm. And the fact that the the listener didn't even notice until the boyfriend raised it, yeah. that it had been happening as a pattern. That kind of makes me think, well, is one a bit far one way and the other is a bit far the other way? Yes. So maybe there's room for the, the friends to be a little bit more, you know, I suppose acknowledging at least of what's happening and maybe explain herself or at least maybe acknowledge it and maybe also for the listener to say, well, look, am I actually overspending myself here? Maybe am I pushing this person who doesn't have the money or, you know, maybe the person I shouldn't be spending it on too far down a certain path? My worry now, though, bringing it up after the boyfriend made a joke of it over the weekend... My worry would be for the listener that if she does raise this issue with the best friend and say, listen, like I've, I've just kind of after he said it the other night, I started thinking and like, is money an issue for you? Then maybe the friend will think, is this the boyfriend getting in your ear? Like you never had an issue with this until he came along. Like it is only the second time that he's met the group of friends. Sure, sure. And it might be no harm in this case to let it sit for a little while. It sounds like this has been going on for quite a while anyway. Yeah. So maybe let a little bit of time go by, let it settle. Uh, truth tends to leave clues in that other people will notice it probably. You know, it may get brought up again and may be observed, and particularly now that it's been mentioned, it's probably something people are going to be a bit more conscious of. And certainly the friend herself is, you know, probably going to be aware of it too and much more primed around it. So it'll be interesting to see how she responds now that it has been raised. Hmm. But equally, uh, I think it'll be interesting for the, the listener themselves as well to just be a bit more conscious and mindful in the way that they are spending money. And this is, it's not about even changing at this stage, maybe just notice it a bit more. Because you know, so often we have our own habits, we go out and we do it. It's not about right or wrong. But the question is, is how does the other person feel? You can notice even their body language a little bit. You know, do they feel tense in the moment when another round is being, being ordered? Or, you know, what's happening in that moment? So there might be some clues there as well that will be helpful. And maybe you could try doing it different ways, like as say, people getting their own drink or just varying it or mixing it up a bit. Mm. John, always great to have you on Spin Talk. Thank you so much for all of that. Pleasure to talk. Chat soon. Chat soon, John. That's John Francis Leader there from JFL.com. He's a consulting psychologist and cognitive scientist.